Here at Doxaday Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. What a privilege to today spend some time with you as we are at the end of 2021. And today we want to create a moment where we want to look back at this year and we want to celebrate God's goodness in 2021. Now, we can't almost believe it being at the end of this year that this was our second year of COVID-19 and the realities that we faced. I mean, the COVID-19 has become part and parcel of the world in which we live. None of us would have been able to imagine what a world like this would have looked like, how we would have survived in this uh, funny new world that, uh, that we now live. But you see, uh, there's one great thing that we need to discover, and that is that God is the one consistent factor in all of time, no matter what type of year you had. You see, if I ask you the question, how was your year? Maybe you would start by saying, Donnie, this was the best year. In this year, I had conversations with some of our businessmen saying that this was the year they, they showed the best profit. This was an amazing year for business. Many people uh, are overflowing with gratefulness, the fact that they had COVID and they survived and they saw God's goodness in their lives in so many ways. Some of us would say, no ways. This was a terrible year. This was the worst year of my life. I lost my work. My business closed down. I lost loved ones to COVID or other circumstances. Some of us would say, you know, this was just a non-year. It was just a nothing year. It was a year of everything abnormal and nothing normal. It's a year of being disconnected, isolated, being distant from everything I consider good and that makes me happy. This was just a nothing year. But you see, for us as Christians, this is actually supposed to make no difference. Because as I read Paul, and he's actually making this little personal note at the end of the book of Philippians, Philippians 4 from verse 10, he makes this note, and I want to read it in the message uh, paraphrase. He says the following. He says, I'm glad in God, far happier than you would ever guess. And he's writing to his friends. He's saying, I'm happy that you are showing such concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying or thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by how to be, to be content with whatever circumstances I face. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. I found a recipe for being happy whether I am full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, whatever, wherever I am, I can make it through anything. And then listen to this. In the one who makes me who I am. I don't mean uh, that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. It was a beautiful thing and that you came alongside me in my troubles. But I am glad in God, 
far happier than you would ever guess. Paul comes and he says he had the worst of circumstances. Maybe a year similar to this when you would say this was my worst year ever. But Paul also says he had amazing years, years of abundance, years of goodness. And he said, in this I was still glad because I found my joy in God himself. You see, joy is not the result of good circumstances. Joy is the result of being in relationship with the one that gives you joy, namely Jesus Christ. And therefore, Paul says, I am glad in God, no matter what my circumstances, I am content. And what a beautiful word. What a beautiful word to say at the end of a year, whether it was your best year or your worst year, or whether this was just one crazy year. I am content. If I have little, I'm still happy. If I have a lot, I'm still happy because I find my joy in the one, the one who makes me who I am. You see, it's almost as if at the end of this year, we need to ask the question, what does God do for us? What, what did Paul experience that puts him in a place where the, whatever year it was, he still feels the same? You see, there's a few things we find in Scripture. And today we want to thank God for that. Because if we look at Scripture, we will immediately recognize, and within our daily journey, we will recognize that firstly, God carried us. In this year, in the past two years of COVID, in the realities that we had to face, God carried us. It was the prophet Isaiah in chapter 40 verse 11 that says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the la his lambs in his arms and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who have young. What Isaiah is saying is that God carries us. We are never alone. We are never trying to find God. We are never seeking God. We are never in a place where we cannot know that God is with us. He's with us always. He's with us in all circumstances. He's with us whether we have a lot or we have nothing. God is with us and His goodness is with us. Therefore, we don't give up. And what an amazing privilege to in this year have seen that so many of our people in their journey with Christ, following Him and becoming this new person that He, he made possible on the cross, did not give up. Because God is with us and we never, ever give up. Secondly, we see in Scripture that God counsels us. It's so beautiful in Psalm 16 verse 7, as the psalmist writes, I will praise the Lord. He counsels me even at night. My heart is instructed by Him. You see, He says that we are never without direction. God speaks to us. God speaks word of, words of life in the, in the difficult circumstances. God gives wisdom in the beautiful and, and, and the abundant circumstances. We are never in the dark. 
That is why the psalmist writes in Psalm 119 verse 105, he says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I'm never in the dark. I'm never without direction. You know, Paul actually makes this little connection by being led by God with another concept. And listen to Romans 8 verse 14, as Paul says, for those who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Paul connects being led by God by being a son of God. It's the same thing. You see, he counsels us. He speaks to us. He gives us words of life. And then we live as sons, not as, as slaves, not as victims in this world, but as sons of God Almighty. We look at this world and we carry the glory of Christ in everything we do, whether it is tough, whether it is amazing, whether it is just nothing. He is with us. And we are his sons. Not just that, but the Bible says God cares for us. Yes, he gives us direction, but sometimes even in walking the path of God and walking a road of righteousness, we get to the place where we need to be cared for because the worries and the anxieties of life just happen to us. And then Peter writes in 1 Peter 5 verse 7, he says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. God loves his people. He's with his people. And in the moments that we need him, he's there. And he addresses the needs that we have sometimes just by being with us. Even in our difficulties, he's there, especially in the hard times. That's why Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24, he says, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he will do it. Because God cares for us. We can remain whole and holy in a world full of trouble, in a world full of challenges. And therefore, the last thing that God does, He helps us to stand firm. You know, if you, if you go to, to the beach and you see the people rushing into the sea and you, you see all, all the waves coming and crashing on them, maybe you've also seen the crazy picture of someone being knocked off their feet and the moment they fall, it's just one wave upon another and they can't get up again. The Bible says that this God that loves us, this God that, that leads us, this God that is with us always, this God that directs us is also the God that keeps us standing. It's beautiful how the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 17 verse 7 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose 
confidence is in Him. I love this translation. Because of our trust in God, which is a gift that He gave us. This faith we have is a gift that God gave us. And because of this gift, we now stand in confidence. Even as the waves come crashing, even as, the, as, as all the difficulties, and the challenges and the problems of this world come rushing over us, even in the waves of success and, and all the amazing things we experience, we stand firm. God gives us faith, faith for salvation, a gift of faith, but also faith for the moments that we need Him most. He stirs faith in our hearts. Every time we open the Bible, it stirs faith in our hearts. You know, and faith is not a leap in the dark. I many times hear people talking about faith and say, it's when you leap, take a leap in the dark. I want to promise you it's exactly the opposite. When you have faith in God, you don't leap in the dark. You see with the eyes of God the things that cannot be seen. Faith sees better. And that's why we hold strong. We hold on to this faith that we have in Christ. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things we hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. There's substance in faith. There's a way of seeing in faith. And faith means that I now look at the world. I look at circumstances. I look at difficulties. I look at success with a perspective of God being in the center of that and God not being passive, but God being actively at work through his grace in everything in my life. God gives me faith and therefore I stand firm on the rock of my salvation and I live with faith in Him. God is the one. God is the one that carries us. God is the one that counsels us. God is the one that cares for us. God is the one that helps us to stand firm. At the end of this year, I so hope that you will take a moment this morning, wherever you are sitting, wherever ever you're sitting with your phone in your hand or your tablet or your PC, front of your PC, won't you just take a moment? Won't you get a piece of paper and a pen? Won't you start writing a note? Won't you start writing on the top a heading that says 2021? And then beneath that, you start listing the things that God did for you in this year. The fact that He carried you, the fact that He led you, the fact that He cared for you, the fact that you are still standing strong. Yes, it was a difficult year, but God was good no matter what. Write that down. And when you finish that, turn the paper around on the other side. You write 2022. And then you put this faith that God is stirring in your heart at this moment. You put that faith in action by writing down and listing the things that you are trusting God for in 2022. Maybe this was a difficult year. And then ask God, God, will you be gracious over me and my family in this year? Will you show your goodness in many ways, Lord? Will you please address these things in my life? Will you be the answer for each and every one? of the needs that I have. Treasure that little paper. 
put it in a Bible, put it somewhere that a year from now you can take it out again at the end of 2022 and read it and see this is what God did in 2021 and this is what I trusted Him for 2022 and God made His Word alive in my life. Would you do that? As we reach the end of this year, as we thank God, as we worship Him for His goodness, I want to end with the words of the well-known Psalm 73 verse 26, where the psalmist writes these words. This is the, the motto of my life. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and He is my portion forever. Let's pray together. Father, we know that as human beings, we so easily become overwhelmed. We so easily get knocked off our feet by both the challenges and the successes and the stories of this life. But today, we hold close the truth of your word that even if my flesh will fail, Lord, you are the strength of my heart and you are my portion forever. If I should ever lose everything, if I should stand naked and alone in this world, nothing to show, Lord, you will still be the strength of my heart. You will still be my portion forever. As we end this year, Lord, stir in us a faith for this next and coming year. Lord, stir in us a faith to trust you like never before as we enter into a year with a theme of faith. Let faith be the thing that is stirred in our hearts. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.